Murphy, host of Out There, here on Valley Free Radio. Tune in for stories from the streets and paths of Northampton and beyond, Fridays from 4 to 5 p.m. Get out if you can, but if you can't get out, tune in. We don't care. Yep, and it is Friday, September 8th, 2023. I'm Ruthie here in the studio for today's show. I have some clips. I have a lot of clips of uh, like myself from earlier today. Because, well, the advantage of doing things last minute is that they're fresh. They're fresh. They're almost like live. I guess this is a hybrid of live and fresh. Because um, I am live at 4.02 p.m., on September 8th, 2023 in Florence, Massachusetts. Thanks for listening. For today's show, I have some observations from my day. Riding the rail trail, going down to Valley Recycling, the Cancer Cancer, and this, that, and the other. Observations about plastic, cucumbers, graffiti. I don't even know what else comes us probably have stupid stuff I said I also have a brief interview with a couple people who came by my house last weekend potential new housemates for the flow op housing cooperative and I have an interview yes the, f- the biggest longest interview besides myself today is with Kristen and Natea from the new Northampton's new division of community care they had their grand opening official opening today that they were open earlier in the week or was it last week we'll listen to the interview and you'll find out um oh i had the thought today that i should make a t-shirt that says i'm busy being like b-e-e-i-n-g yeah i'm busy being (laughs) also uh beach plums apples pears asian pears european pears lots of those are falling around town especially apples this is an amazing year for apples. Everywhere I look, there's apples. Um, good for fresh eating, canning, apple crisp, apple pie. Um, apples, apples, apples. Apple cider, dried apples. What else? Sh- I guess let me play this. Uh, I'll start with um, this right here. Where is my first clip? You'd think I'd have them numbered and ordered it's this one. All right, it's Friday, September 8th, 2023. Friday morning, actually. Classic mode. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for my show today. I haven't edited the few brief clips that I have, and it's another running around day of cancer, cancer, maybe pedal people, random meaning people to sell a dog. That's not mine, the intermediary. Anyway. I'm riding down the rail trail on my way to Cancer Cancer. A little late. There's probably wind in the phone. This is how I roll. I got some rattly cans in the back of the little trailer. And so someone over the last, I don't know when they started, during the winter maybe, last fall, spring, maybe it was the spring. Anyway, someone in Florence likes to paint or write, whether it's spray paint or an oil-based crayon or what. They like to write impeach bush. No bush. <laughs> that was a slip of the mind. Um, impeach Biden. 
and Biden sucks. And they write it on the path repeatedly in bright white paint or marker, crayon or whatever. And they're incredibly insistent. And at first it was only like maybe two places on the path in downtown Florence. And now it's like, I don't know, in the last week, like every time someone marks over it, they write it back again the next night or whenever they do it. And they've just been expanding where they write it. And so now it must be like 20 times. And it's to the, the and they're broadening their scope going on into the, into the woods on the other side of Straw Ave towards Northampton and into the woods on the way to Look Park. But now it's, it's written so many times, it's just like, whoa, okay. This goes beyond just like freedom of speech or graffiti. This person is a little nuts. And it reminds me of someone, a truck, someone driving a truck and the truck that came into Valley Recycling last week when I was working there, emptying pedal people. I don't know, I was either doing pedal people, I was doing pedal people. And this pickup truck, a guy drove in in a pickup truck, had to, it took me a while to tell that it was a guy because Well, I guess it was a guy, whatever guy means, but I couldn't even really see the driver because the pickup truck, even on the driver's side window, had so many F-U-C-K Biden, Biden sucks, impeach Biden, so many anti-Biden, oh, and then an ultra MAGA sticker all over, even on the driver's windshield, most way up the driver's window, window I mean, and the rear windshield, and all over the truck. <laughs> it was like so extreme one of the um you know rich pitt who owns valley said to one of the young teenage or early 20s gatekeepers he was like hey what do you think that guy thinks about biden and the and the young guy was like i don't know i'll have to go ask him unfortunately i wasn't able to ask the guy what he thought about biden or anything else because I was on the other side of the paper compact here and he was on the other side of the whatever and there was too much cars and people and, and he didn't seem to have a kind of a talking to a stranger's kind of uh, ambiance, attitude, vibe, persona, what do you call it? Well, that clip makes me think of John Prine, of course. Well, digesting... Reader's Digest in the back of the dirty bookstore. Plastic flag with gum on the back, fell out on the floor. Well, I picked it up and I ran outside and slapped it on my window shield. And if I could see old Betsy Ross, I'd tell her how good I feel. But your flag cow won't get you into heaven anymore. They're already overcrowded from your dirty little war. Now Jesus don't like killing, no matter what the reason's for. And your flag cow won't get you into heaven anymore. Well, I went to the bank this morning, and the cashier said to me, if you join the Christmas club, we'll give you turn them flags for free. 
Well, I didn't mess around a bit. I took them up on what he said. And I stuck them stickers all over my car and one on my wife's forehead. But your flag, your gal, won't get you into heaven anymore. They're already overcrowded from your dirty little war. Now Jesus don't like killing, no matter what the reason's for. And your flag, your gal, won't get you into heaven anymore. shields filled with flags I couldn't see so I ran the car upside a curb right into a tree by the time they got a doctor down I was already dead and I'll never understand why the man standing in the pearly gates said but your flag decal won't get you into heaven anymore we're already You're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. Next, we have kind of a continuation of the previous clip. Anyway, I'm on my way to Valley. And look, I just found, I saw a bag of something on the side of the road. There were four somethings in it, little yellow balls. And sure enough, they were lemon cucumbers. I love a cucumber on a hot day. Counting cans at Cans for Cancer, I call my harmless hobby. Like, because when you think about, <laughs> I've said this before on Out There, but the nickels that we get from collecting these cans, I think about that, and then how much, like how most of the people that work here smoke, and there's how there's so much like cancer-producing activity that happens, and how much more important prevention is. And then I think about, how do I put it into words? Um, like all the little actions that we do while the structures are big and powerful. Like, okay, for example, driving a car here to drop off. Like, how do I make sense of like, like the kindness and consideration of someone driving a car here to drop off cans and bottles? for cancer cancer or for recycling or composting or whatever and the amount of resources like energy gas electricity used in that car trip often I think maybe more than what's saved from the energy saved from like recycling or composting or something but then again, it's like, okay, well, what human beings do, at least in our culture, is waste energy. We have fun, we play games. I'm gonna play Ultimate Frisbee this evening. We do so many things that aren't like directly related to our physical well-being. 
like foxes. You say they say you can tell the difference between fox tracks and domesticated dog tracks because the fox tracks they don't waste energy wandering here and there. They're more of like a straight straight line. Any energy they spend means they have to find another hunt another rabbit to kill and eat. But here, oh yeah, I'm going to go to Kentucky in a couple weeks just you know, get on the bus and go a thousand miles, see my family. We human beings, we just run around doing all kinds of things that make no environmental or logistical sense. We're very emotional. Like I know myself, I spend my energy counting these cans and I think about, okay, if I'm spending three hours this morning counting cans, is there anything else that I would rather do with my um, abilities? Is there anything else that I should rather be doing? I enjoy being here. Get to meet people, be in the community, all those things. But should I be trying to like push for some bigger sort of structural change? Should I be you know, advocating to change the bottle bill and include water bottles in the state of Massachusetts? Should I be trying to change the zoning laws in Northampton that require two parking spaces don't quote me on that but trying to reduce the number of parking spaces required for new buildings but i just want to count cans that's what we human beings like we like to do that so that well there is a value in like hauling water as they say repetitive meditative sort of things they kind of help me be a happier person then again, if you talk about meeting our physical needs, what is it really all about? It reminds me of this one verse song I wrote that goes, I like to dream about lovers past, ones who touched my life and taught me things, touched my heart, touched my hand, ones who helped me understand, love's what we're put here for, now you're the one that I adore. And when I pass through town, I hope to see your face around, we'll make a smile out of a frown and then I'll say goodbye. Some people seems like they want one for life. Others like me, we will be no one's wife. Oh, but I do love to love. So this long-haired young, young, like probably 30-ish man in a red and black old pickup truck uh, just came over to drop off some cans and I was helping him and he invited me back to pet his two little dogs in the seat, but the gatekeeper, Sue, was petting the dogs, and he said, yeah, Sue has known the younger dog since, since the dog was born four years ago. And I, this guy driving the truck, I remember when cancer cancer first started, like our first summer, on the first like blazing hot day when we're still trying to figure out some of our systems. I think before we even had a tent for shelter, he brought, I remember he brought us all some Gatorades. It was so appreciated in that moment. Um, anyway, it just makes me think about the, the community building aspect of this job. I saw one of my coworkers across the way who was doing a ride interview with a potential new hire. I did one of those yesterday, but the potential hire was someone that I knew from the past and I felt like I didn't do a very good job being non-biased. It's hard to know like when someone speaks slowly like this, are they just 
thinking and processing slowly and thoughtfully? Or are they confused? <laughs> anyway, my coworker came over and we checked in about, about the hiring process. Then after that, another one of my coworkers who's pretty new to coming to Valley was, came over and was like, wait, where do I go next to drop off the cans and bottles when that roll away is closed? And then another co coworker came over and said, can I ask you a question about my bike? It's making a funny clicking noise. And I offered some tips on how to efficiently structure a route and ask to swap runs for people who live in East Hampton and are starting in East Hampton. And someone was throwing a fishing net with a five foot aluminum lightweight arm on it into the scrap metal and I was like, hey, 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 can I have that? Um, I'll use it for fishing cans out of the rollaway. She said, great. Other than that, it's just me and the flies here. There weren't even that many flies yesterday and the day before. I think it was too hot for even the flies and the bees, but it's only upper 80s or 90 or something today. Hotter, of course, because I'm in an area about the size of two football fields worth of asphalt. Now it's coming on 11.30 and Dwayne texted me and said, hey, I have some beefalo stew and some honeydew melon for you for lunch, so stop by. I said, yum. And do you know how many bags I see here? Because people drop off their deposits in bags and um, they're usually seems like they're only used once and then if I can if they're big enough to use for the downtown trash barrels like the black bags I'll save them for that so many bags and since single-use plastic bags were banned in the city now you got places like Walmart and CVS putting out even thicker plastic bags that are used as single-use and in fact, the whole thing about single-use plastic bags, that's a bunch of BS because those thin shopping bags, those are so useful as reusable bags. I used to always, um, when, well, not that I've ever been a big shopper, but like if, at my, at my, if I was at my dad's or somewhere and uh, had to go something, you know, you keep those bags and you can reuse them again and again for a good number of times, probably at least 10 times it seems like. And these, now these new thick plastic bags, they say, oh gosh, what does it say? This is a bag from Walmart. It says, hand washable, sustainable, reuse 125 times. How many of these bags are reused 125 times? Thank you. And then it says, yeah, it says designed for at least 125 uses. Please return to a participating store for recycling. How many of these do you think are actually recycled? I mean, or reused? And paper bags. Uh, I'm not a fan of paper bags. I see the mountains being clear cut for paper bags 
such a new invention. All the ways that are invented to, so that we get lazy and don't have to think about planning ahead for anything. It's not like you even have to plan ahead. Did they really plan ahead back in the day to have a bag to go shopping in or something like that? I think you just had something like a backpack or a corn, I don't know. It's just a matter of habit and training and the way we get culture. Oh, I'm ranting. I guess the point is when a bag like this, well, two points. One is anything's reusable. And the other is when a plastic bag like this is marketed as sustainable, I'm speechless. And then my coworker Lincoln stopped by and gave me a watermelon that he found in the trash. It was clean trash, he said. All right, you're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. I'm your host, Ruthie. And that big question of what is it all about? Uh, well, how about Belinda Carlisle?
Thanks for listening to out there. Um, it's Friday, 426, 4.27, says the studio clock. It's 20 seconds slow. I'm Ruthie. Next on Out There, Out There airs every Friday from 4 until 5. And next we have uh, Kristen and Natea from Northampton's Division of Community Care. Um, my name is Kristen Rhodes, and I'm the director of the Division of Community Care. I'm Natea Birch, and I am the coordinator of the Division of Community Care. So today is like the grand opening. You're here with tents in front of the Roundhouse Plaza? Yeah, today is our grand opening. We opened our doors last Tuesday, September 5th, for our community space, and today we're really celebrating the opening and invited um, folks to come in. We had some speakers this morning, and we were doing tours of our community space throughout the day. When is the community space open? The community space is open from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. And so it's is it both like a drop-in center as well as an emergency number? Can you explain how that works a little bit? Absolutely. So the way the community space works is folks can just walk in anytime during our open hours. It has the um, living room model of care so folks can come in, it's, you know, get a drink, a snack, a place to relax, um, and they'll be greeted by a community responder or a public health nurse. They're also located within the space. And folks can come in with any um, situation that they might be having where they might need support. Um, we're able to help identify immediate needs and provide resources for immediate needs, either on site or by bringing the resources in, and then also work with them to make connections to local community resources for long-term coordination and um, getting those resources as kind of a more consistent basis. When you say immediate needs, like what kind of needs might those be? So it can be, you know, anything from um, looking for a place to sleep for that night, or it might be food, it might be clothing. Um, it really, and it can also be, you know, de-escalation if someone's having a really difficult moment. We have staff who are trained in de-escalation to really help su emotionally support folks. So it's a wide variety um, of needs, but really we want a place to go for folks where if they're in any type of tricky situation, they feel like there's someone there to listen, to help problem solve, to work with them, um, to find the right level of support for them. How about a bathroom? The city hall doesn't open until 9. Are you open at 8.30? We open at 8.30, <laughs> so bathroom's available a little bit sooner. <laughs> and what time does city hall close? Well, I guess it's like Thorns is open till the same time you're open till, too, I guess. Can you say something about this number? This so. Sometimes I'll be on my bike and I'll see people in distress or come across them, whatever, and I don't really want to call the police. What's my, another choice? So we can be reached through our phone line. It's 1-877-DCC-0413. And we can also, we're also available via email and walk-ins. So if I call that number, will it ring a phone inside here? Yeah, so it's a direct phone line to us at the DCC. Natea will probably most likely answer the phone um, and she'll be able to connect you to a community responder to go out and meet you or to invite you into the space if you'd be more comfortable coming into our space. You're also able to text that number. So um, if some folks aren't comfortable making the phone call and so we also take text messages. If you do call outside of our hours, um, someone will respond the next business day. Can I ask each of you how you got involved in this work? 
<laughs> um, so my background is primarily in education, um, special education, and also working with adults with disabilities. And I've done a lot of program um, design as well as administration, um, creating programs in the schools and in the adult disability world. Um, and my my last position in the schools, I was working as a social emotional um, behavioral teacher for kindergarten through sixth graders. And so I did a lot of work with crisis response and working with students who were having difficult moments and helping them with that. And so when I saw um, this position and I saw that, you know, the, the city was looking really to provide emotional supports for the entire city of Northampton in a public safety response, um, I was just so excited to see it. And when I heard more about the work of the police commission review. Um, everything just really aligned with my values and I was really excited for this opportunity to provide an additional resource for the citizens of Northampton. So I have over 20 years of experience in the human services field. Um, I've worked with individuals who have behavioral, mental health, um, and a variety of developmental disabilities. Um, I just have a, a passion for helping others and I am in awe of the work being done here in the city of Northampton to take initiatives to help alleviate some of the traumatic experiences that folks have experienced in the past and are currently experiencing. So I'm grateful to be able to to help. So what is, is there a connection, overlap, what's the difference? So. There's also co-responders going out with the police. What's a connect? Is there a connection between that and the division of community care? I'm kind of confused. Absolutely. So I think there'll be some overlap. Um, a lot of our co-responders always go out with a police officer. We won't always be going out with a police officer. There might be some okay. calls that we are at the site simultaneously um, because we might be providing different work while we're there. We might be supporting other people at the scene. Um, if there's a traffic accident or something like that, we might be there to emotionally support folks um, through that situation where EMS would be providing the actual response to the to the car accident. Um, and in the same way with the police, there might be situations that are appropriate for the police to respond to, but we could be there providing different support to different folks at the scene. Um, there is some overlap with the work that we're doing. The co-response team are clinicians. We're not clinicians. Um, we have been trained in um, and have done extensive training all summer really to focus on supporting the populations that we think we're going to be working with um, but our our work will overlap we will collaborate we will co-respond and also we will be responding individually from the other public safety entities too um, I just want to say when I first came into the parking lot today for this event it was so nice to be greeted by the friendly people with the aqua colored shirts for the Division of Community Care names. And uh, so I really, just from that, I, I appreciate the training and all the work that y'all have done so far. How long is the funding for this? So we receive funding both through the city and also through a grant called the Equitive Approaches to Public Safety Grant from um, Massachusetts DPH. And so that grant renews annually. So we just got um, renewed for this coming year. And so, so we will continue to um, my we will continue to receive funding from both those sources year by year. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that will be made more permanent. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for your work. And that was Kristen Rose and Natea Birch from Northampton's Division of Community Care.
They're at One Roundhouse Plaza, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. are their current hours. Or you can email them, dcc at northamptonma.org. And the, the number, the phone number is 877-DCC-0413. Again, that's 877-DCC-0413. And here's Lauren like Hill. Oh, wait a minute. i got to stop that other clip. Stop, stop, stop. Here's Lauren Hill. Yo, uh, we about to get Extending across the atlas, I begat this. Flipping in together on the dirty mattress. You can't match this. Rapper slash actress, more powerful than two Cleopatras. Bomb graffiti on the tomb of Nefertiti. MCs ain't ready to take it to the Serengeti. My rhymes is heavy, like the mind of Sister Betty. L Boogie spars with stars and constellations. Then came down for a little conversation. Adjacent to the king, fear no human being. Roll with cherubims to Nassau Coliseum. Now hear this mixture with hip hop meets scripture. Develop a negative into a positive picture.
clips on out there. We have a clip from one of the from Dylan, one of the people that was at the Department of Co Division of Community Care event today. One of the outreach workers. I'm not sure if that's the right term. One of the staff people. Um, I wanted to ask any old staff people about the Division of Community Care or their job or anything, but you know, in a in a in a in a in a, in a government position or hierarchy or business or something like that. You can't really just be asking the workers really nilly things without the prior proper authorization. So we talked about other stuff, which I found very interesting. Dylan, you're also involved in like waste reduction kinds of things. Like, can you give me an example? In, in sorry, I didn't hear. Uh, <laughs> involved in like waste reduction kinds of things. Can mm -hmm. you give me an example? Yeah. So I have this Instagram account that I co-run with a friend of mine. We take submissions from people who are looking to get rid of things that they're putting out on the curb or get out of their house. They just need out of their lives. And we take those, we post them, and we find people who are looking for things that need furniture for their house, that need new clothes, that need any kind of little things. And we just connect these people so that people can get what they want and other people can get the things that they don't want out of their house to reduce waste and recycle things instead of things going to the landfill or people having to spend a ton of money on buying brand new things when maybe someone's looking to give away something that's exactly what they're looking for. What's the Instagram account? It's PV Curb. Do you have to? So you have to have an Insta, Do you have to have an Instagram account to access it, or view it, or post it, or I'm not really on Instagram. I, I believe I believe you do. Um, there is also a Facebook that I don't really update myself. Um, my friend Sarah Brown is more in charge of that, and this this was her vision. This was her idea. Um, I just joined her more recently in posting some things and keeping up with all of the messages because we get a lot of submissions. <laughs> Can you tell me about the? can diversion collection other thing that you started yeah that was something i did um a couple years ago while i was um in between housing myself i was just living on somebody's floor and didn't have a job at the time and i just was looking out the window all day not having anything to do and i saw every day people coming and digging through the dumpsters looking for cans because they needed to bring them to recycling place to get money for it and it it was sad and seemed like this was not the best way to go about that people shouldn't have to dig through the dumpsters to get these things so I started setting up a few just like little stations next to the dumpsters at a few different apartment complexes with just signage being like you have like soda cans, stuff that has the return label on it that you can return this for money please put it in here make it easier for people so at least they have to dig through less to get to the things that they're looking for. Because there can be a lot of waste at apartment complexes and it's gross, like having to dig through all that when you could help make people's lives easier by just putting in a separate little thing. Was it a challenge to talk with the landlord or building management to make that happen? That's the thing, I just didn't do it. Um, I set these up in the middle of the night so nobody could tell me not to. Um, there was only... I haven't checked on the one, this was a few years ago when I did this, I haven't checked on them in a while because they were mostly in Amherst and I spend most of my time in Northampton now. Um, one of them like disappeared after like two weeks, I just put up another one the next day and that, that one has stayed for as long as, as long as I, as far as I know it's still there, haven't been there to check but it, it stayed for much longer so. Uh, ask for forgiveness rather than permission. <laughs> if it's something that makes sense and looks official with good signage, then 
Sometimes they'll just leave it alone, and they did leave it alone. Yeah, <laughs> so. cool. Yep. You were also talking about having set up or help set up some like community food pantry kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I took a few cabinets that people were getting rid of and just painted them with like. Um, you may have seen there's a lot of them around here, like the little, little free libraries on the side of the road, or there's the, the free fridges. Yeah. There's one like on the Florence bike trail. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> That's so cool. Um, so yeah, just that same kind of idea, but just with like non-perishables right on the side of the road at a few different bus stops. Mm -hmm. That was mostly around Amherst also when I was like homeless and looking for other things to do and how to help like other people. Um, yeah, just like little cabinets like hooked into the bus stops with um, non-perishables and stuff. Some people would even put like Narcan and stuff in there themselves. Just I stocked it myself with mostly non-perishables, but anybody could add, anybody could take. It was kind of a community project. Like everybody, everybody who wants to or can contributes and anybody can come take stuff whenever they want. No judgment 24 hours a day. It's not locked. You can just do that. Um, that one did get taken down after a while. It lasted for... The biggest one I had was I had one that was extremely successful on Amherst Common, that bus stop. It was there for about eight months before yeah, yeah. they did construction on that bus stop and well, the city took it and threw it away. Oh. So once they finished yeah, doing yeah, construction, I immediately put up another one uh, and bolted it to the, the bus shelter uh -huh. so it would at least be a little bit harder to uh -huh. take down. But somebody did end up stealing that one just a few days later. Uh -huh. um, so that was unfortunate, but the original one did stay there for about eight months before anybody oh, messed cool. with it. <laughs> cool. That was Dylan, from who I met at Northampton's Division of Community Care, one of the smiling faces that was walking around in front of uh, one roundhouse plaza today. You're listening to Out There on Valley Free, Radi Valley Free Radio. I'm Ruthie Woodring. Mm, here's Alabama. We live in the land of plenty, but many things aren't plenty anymore. Like the water from our sink, they say it's not safe to drink. You gotta go and buy it at the store. Now we're told there's a hole in the old song Look what's washing on the beach And Lord, I believe from the heavens to the seas We're bringing Mother Nature to her knees So let's leave some blue up above us Let's leave some green on the ground It's only ours to follow Save some for tomorrow Leave it and pass it on down Well, there's a change taking place way on the mountains The acid rain is falling on the leaves And down in Brazil, the fires are burning still How we gonna breathe without them trees? So let's leave some blue up above us 
Let's leave some green on the ground It's only ours to borrow Let's save some for tomorrow Leave it and pass it on down Well, there's a place where I live Called the Canyon Where daddy taught me to swim And that water is so pure And I'm gonna make sure Daddy's grandkids can swim there like him Now we all ought to feel just a little bit guilty When we look into the eyes of our kids Cause brothers, it's a fact If we take and don't put back They'll have to pay for all we did Let's leave some blue up above us Let's leave some green on the ground It's only as borrow Let's save some for tomorrow Leave it and pass it on down So let's leave some blue up above us Let's leave some green on the ground Only ask to borrow Let's save some for tomorrow Leave it and pass it on down So let's leave some blue up above us Let's leave some green on the ground It's only ask to borrow Let's save some for tomorrow Leave it and pass it on down So let's leave some Leave some green on the ground It's only ours to borrow Let's save some for tomorrow Leave it and pass it on down Leave it and pass it on You're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. That was Alabama. Stay tuned for Democracy Now! coming up at 5 o'clock. I'm your host, Ruthie, and next we have Frankie and Max. It's Sunday, September 3rd, 2023. I'm here at the kitchen table of 8 High Street, soon to be the flow op (laughs) housing co-op, and a couple of potential new members are here visiting. Can't you introduce yourself? I'm Frankie. I'm Max. And uh, they've come to visit for us to get to know each other and see if it'll be compatible. And we're having a great conversation about ways to preserve food without refrigeration. Um, Max, can you give a little recap of what you're just saying? Yeah, we were just talking about vinegar. Um, You know, we got... I'm just like staring at a bunch of apples right now. It's like, oh, do you ever make apple cider vinegar with the scraps or something like that? It's really easy to do. Like, can just like cover all the scraps with enough water to have them submerged and like, you know, just like let it ferment 
into wine, just like wild fermentation. The yeast will turn the carbohydrates into alcohol and just let it sit longer for like weeks and months. And the acetic acid bacteria will turn the alcohol into acetic acid and you'll have vinegar. Just got to like stir it once or twice a day in the early days and eventually like strain out the solids. Um, but yeah, once you have vinegar, I was just saying like my dream, if I had a bunch of vinegar is like not to leave any of it as just like clear liquid by itself, but like cram it full of as much like herbs and veggies as I possibly could to preserve stuff in it. Um, it's like a really great way to preserve whatever you like. I mean, it, you know, it'll kind of get pickled. Um, some people enjoy that flavor more than others, but I mean, it'll stay for months and months and months. Um, it's also great for herbal infusions, putting medicinal or nutritious herbs in the vinegar and letting them sit for even just a week or two and letting them infuse and then have all the extra nutrients in your vinegar that you would use for whatever cooking you were going to do or whatever you were going to do with your vinegar. Um, It'll be a yummy flavor too. Yeah, <laughs> extra flavor. And Frankie, you have a little infusion waiting for you back at the Possibility Alliance. In yeah, bee balm. Yeah, bee balm is such an amazing, amazing plant. It makes me so happy to look at. The flowers just look so happy shooting out to the world. And it has like a really good peppery, kind of spicy flavor. It's going to be a really strong flavor, this vinegar. <laughs> but I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, yeah, really good for digestion and all kinds of stuff. It's really, it's really wonderful. Yeah, and just add the medicine in with your food. That was Frankie and Max, potential new housemates for the Flow Up Housing Co-op, maybe for January. You're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. Oh, speaking of cooperative housing things, I have a little story from today, tonight, t last night, whatever. What would you do? <laughs> so last night, yesterday evening, around dusk, uh, a guy that's been sleeping on the bike path bench by our house, the rail trail bench uh, um, by our house. Uh, he was, it was a really hot day, right? Yesterday and the day before and a hot night. And I walked through just putting the ducks and chickens away and just to check in with him. And he said, you have some water or something, to, some, some juice or something like that. Um, I'm really thirsty. And I said, uh, I, we got lots of water. I'll bring you some water. But we don't have any kind of like juice or drink or anything like that. He was like, "Yeah, you all are like all all natural kind, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah, pretty much." So anyway, I went into the house and was filling up a jar of water and I opened up all the cabinets and I saw that my housemate had a, a plastic jar bottle canister of uh, lemonade mix, and I thought, "Ah, perfect. This will be great. This will this will do for him." So uh, I took him out the water and the lemonade mix and some to eat, whatever. And uh, he said, oh, thanks. Anyway, so then <laughs> so then this morning when I was bringing the dirty dishes and the lemonade mix back in, the rest of it, um, I, I set it outside the back door because I was running out the door to work. And then 
this evening, this afternoon when I got home. <laughs> I saw that my housemate had put it back on her shelf with her name clearly labeled on it. But see, the thing is, I haven't had a chance to 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 see her yet because her paths haven't really crossed because her work schedule and my work schedule. And I wanted to know why the lemonade was taken off of her shelf. Well, I should backtrack to say that before it got put on her shelf, I saw it on a like a free shelf so i thought it would be okay to like go back in time put it back on the free shelf give it to this guy and then put it back on her shelf people who know me know that i like to give away other people's things (laughs) um it's only funny if you're me um anyway so where was i i can always get her some more from stop and shop or whatever I should probably talk to her. Some people would say, well, if she was at work and you were at work or working or gone, if your past didn't really cross or if you forgot to tell her when your past did cross, you know, you could always text her. But I'm like, no, no, I will not text my housemates. I will not text someone that I'm going to see within 24 hours. <sighs> my self rules are, are fading on that. Other announcements for today. 6 p.m. Ultimate Frisbee pickup in Haydenville. Fridays at 6. I think it's going to change to Sunday afternoons pretty soon because the daylights are getting short. Also, there will be Bike Lab tomorrow, Saturday, September 9th, and every Saturday through the rest of September. Oh, it's also a sidewalk sale tomorrow in downtown Northampton. Sidewalk sale? No. Taste of Northampton. Oh. Trash haulers. We trash haulers call it the waste of Northampton. But it's a fun community event. And uh, so, um, what else? Yeah, lots of things going on. Tomatoes are ripe. Thanks for listening to Out There. Archived editions are online at weatherbeard.com slash out there. And this is John Denver singing a Guy Clark song. Bacon and lettuce and homegrown tomatoes Up in the morning and out in the garden Get your ripe ones, don't get a hard one Plant them in the spring, eat them in the summer All winter without them's a culinary bummer I forgot all about the sweating and the digging Every time I go out and pick me a biggin Homegrown tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes What a life be without homegrown tomatoes Only two things that money can't buy And that's true love, homegrown tomatoes Salad, put them in a stew. You can make your own very own tomato juice. You can eat them with eggs and eat them with gravy. You can eat them with beans, pinto, or navy. Put them on the side, put them in the middle. A homegrown tomato on a hot cake griddle. Homegrown tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes. What a life be without homegrown tomatoes. Only two things that money can't buy, and that's true. life I lead. You could call me Johnny Tomato Seed. Cause I know what this country needs. It's homegrown tomato in every yard you see. When I die, don't bury me 
rocks in a cold, dark cemetery. Out in the garden would be much better, cause I could be a pushing up a homegrown tomatoes. Homegrown tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes. What a life be without homegrown tomatoes. It's only two things that money came by, and that's true love. Homegrown tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes. What a life be without homegrown tomatoes. It's only two things that money came by, and that's true listening to Valley Free Radio 103.3 FM WXOJLP Northampton. <laughs> 